How's it going, everybody? My name is Krishna Wagner, and this is Militant Thomist. So this is the, I think it's what, the fourth video. Yes, it's the fourth video in this series. So if you haven't watched the previous ones, please go back and watch um, the first one, which is the sacraments in general. And the second one, which is the video on baptism. The third one on confirmation. And then this week, this day, because I guess I'm putting them out day by day, we'll be covering the Eucharist. But before that, please enjoy this ad break. Join my Patreon at patreon.com slash militantomist. You get access to more articles and videos. And if you'd like to help in another way, buy a militantomist mug. Lastly, you can buy a book from militantomist press. See options below. Also, if you prefer audio, check us out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Join the Discord to get involved. And if you're a patron, you get access to other Discord channels. Also, destroy that like and subscribe button and comment to annihilate that algorithm. Lastly, this show is brought to you by Fluent Greek. I'm sure you've forgotten your seminary Greek and need to get it back or just want to learn Greek to read sacred scripture in its original language. That's why Fluent Greek is here. Using modern pedagogical techniques, it has set it up so that you are reading Greek from the very beginning and learn Greek how you're supposed to learn it through reading Greek. It sorts the New Testament by verse from easiest to hardest and then gives space repetition of these verses so that you can read Greek as soon as possible. Even better, it is only 15 bucks a month to use. But if you use the code militant, you can get 20% off and help the show. Go to fluentgreek.com to learn more. And the link is in the description. Hello, I'm back. And then one quick note, and I'll eventually get this fixed, I promise. Uh, with the ad on Fluent Greek, an amazing, amazing resource for learning Greek, it is actually fluentgreeknt.com, not fluentgreek.com. I made a mistake there, but I'll get that fixed eventually uh, when I have a, have a second to do that. And I'm off of work tomorrow, so I should, uh, after these videos, it should be fixed. So let's get right into it. I'll share my screen. Let me put myself down there. Okay. So can I make this bigger? Oh, no, I can't. Okay, so the Holy Eucharist, this is going to be a bit of a controversial one. I mean, not among Catholic circles, but among my Protestant friends. So the third sacrament is the Holy Eucharist. Its matter is wheat and bread and wine from the grape mixed with a little water so that the water becomes part of the wine. So we have three things here. So there's the, the bread and the wine of the Eucharist. So for the bread, it has to be wheat and bread. It can't be... Uh, I don't know what other kind of bread there is than wheat and bread. You can't get, uh, I don't know, quinoa bread or uh, I don't know, some of that fake bread stuff that you get at the store. That You, you can't consecrate that. It's wheat and bread. And then also wine from, the wine from the grape. That's another important one. Wine, grape, wine, grape. I don't want you. I don't want to see blueberry wine being uh, put up on the altar. That's not okay. Also, grape juice does not count. It's wine from the grape, and then that wine um, in the Eucharist is mixed with a little water, um, and that is a very uh, long-standing practice in the church, going all the way back to. You'll see it mentioned in Saint Justin Martyr um, in his it's either his first or second apology. I can't remember off the top of my head, and also in Saint Cyprian in his uh, epistle, which was on the Eucharist. So that's uh, a very ancient practice. And then the water signifies the faithful who are incorporated into Christ. So the wine is obviously signifying the blood of Christ. But since we are mixed, incorporated into Christ, the church, the body of Christ, so are we also mixed into Christ as the water in the Eucharist. So other than wheat and bread and wine from the grape cannot be the matter for this sacrament. So again, no blueberry uh, grape juice, no, uh, no blueberry grape juice, blueberry wine, no uh, grape juice, no uh, weird bread, no pizza crust, no, no nothing of that. No, 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 no. But the matter of the sacrament, it's wheat and bread and then wine from the grape. That's all. So it does matter. 
actually. The matter matters. So the form of this sacrament is the very words of Christ. This is my body, and this is the chalice of my blood of the new and eternal testament, the mystery of faith, which shall be shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. So those words of institution, which uh, Christ spoke, those are the, the form of the sacrament. And then these words are spoken by the priest in the person of Christ brings into being the sacrament. So two things. It is uh, it's spoken by the priest. So you can't have a layman doing a Eucharist. You can't have uh, those who are who have non-valid orders. They do not have the Eucharist. Although, remember, we spoke before with the desire of Eucharist. They may receive uh, receive the sacrament uh, through the grace of um the grace of desire uh, that that can that can happen and the minister of the sacrament is the priest and no one else can consecrate this matter into the body of christ so the effect of the eucharist so this this actually effect is is a bit special because there's a twofold effect so uh first is going to be the because in the other sacraments there's no change in the elements themselves so if you think about it um when you when the priest baptizes the water doesn't change into the Holy Spirit. When there is the confirmation, the oil doesn't change into the Holy Spirit and and, and so forth. There is no uh, change affected in the matter itself. But the Eucharist is, is special. There is a change. So the effect of the sacrament is twofold. First, in the very consecration of the sacrament, since in virtue of the above words, bread is changed into the body of Christ and wine into his blood, so that Christ is entirely contained under the appearances of bread, which remain without a subject. And Christ is entirely contained under the appearances of wine. So this changes from being mere bread and mere wine to Christ under the appearance of bread and Christ under the appearance of wine. And moreover, under each part of the consecrated host and of the consecrated wine, Christ is totally present even after the separation is made. So this is the idea called concomitance. So in concomitance, even if you just receive the host, you receive the blood of Christ. Because with the body of Christ also comes the blood of Christ. And then with the blood of Christ also comes the body of Christ. So it's this sacrament is a bit special. So the second effect of the sacrament brought about in the soul of the one who rewardedly receives is the union of man with Christ. So what happens? We have union with Christ. That is what happens when we receive the bread and wine of the Eucharist. As he himself says, he who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. And since man is incorporated with Christ and unites to his members, through grace it follows that through this sacrament grace is increased in those who receive it worthily. So there's also that influx of grace, which comes from unity with Christ. Thus, therefore, in this sacrament, there is that which this is the sacrament alone, that is the species of bread and wine, and that which is known as the um, reset sacramentum, the, uh, the thing and the sacrament. That is, sorry, it took me a second to translate that. That is the true body of Christ. And that which is the re tantum, that is the unity of the mystical body. That is the church, which is the sacrament both signifies and causes. So again, union with Christ through the signs which are given. Okay. So errors concerning the Eucharist. Trust me, there are plenty. and We could go over so many more. <laughs> A lot of people uh, fall prey to many uh, errors when it comes to the Eucharist. So there have been many errors regarding the sacrament. The first error is of those who say that this that in the sacrament is not the true body of Christ, but only a sign of it. I am sure many, 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 many of you have uh, have heard 
people say that, that it's a mirror symbol. And um, the author of this error is said to be the Berengarius. Man, I can speak, I promise. Against whom it is written, for my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. So those who say that the uh, that the sacrament's a mere symbol, all you got to do is bring this from John 6 out. The second is the error of the Arondisi, who offer in their sacraments bread and cheese, because they say men at first made offerings of the fruit of the earth and of their flocks. Against this, however, stands the fact that the Lord, who is the institutor of the sacrament, gave to his disciples bread and wine. So you can't have any other food besides uh, wheat and bread. That is that is not allowed. And uh, apparently they had cheese, and your local Baptist church has uh, Mountain Dew and uh, pizza or whatever, or donuts or whatever they're doing these days, blasphemers. The third is the error of the Kata Frage and Pri Putati. I've never even heard of some of these people who drew the blood of an infant, oh gosh, through tiny punctures in its bodies and mixing it with the flour made a bread of it, and thus asserted that they consecrated the sacrament. And truly, this is more like the sacrifice of demons than of Christ. And they shed innocent blood, which they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan. Oh gosh, you can't. Actually, um, what is his name? Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland, he cut his hand and put it in the put it in the, the uh, grape juice that he was using. So um, no no. No human blood in, in the sacrament uh, besides the blood of Christ. So the fourth is the error of the aquari who offer water only in their sacrifices. But against this are the words, the mouth of the wisdom, which is Christ. Drink the wine, which I've mingled for you. So again, uh, aquari, I'm assuming that just refers to water because it looks like the Latin word for water. So these are the people who only do water again, only wine, no, no water, no blood, no the blood of infants, no, no, nothing, just, just water. I mean, just uh, wine mixed with a little bit of water and then wheat and bread. Just, just be normal, please. Another error is that of the poor people of Lyon who hold that any just man can consecrate the sacrament. Again, such errors is the fact that the Lord gave to the apostles the power to celebrate the sacrament. And hence only those who receive this power in a certain succession from the apostles can consecrate the sacrament. And this is also a uh, popular error that's around today. The last two, we don't really, I'm assuming, have people out there celebrating with water except the Mormons and with blood except Kenneth Copeland. But um, yeah, with uh, with having any normal person uh, consecrate the sacrament, that is a pretty pretty popular move unfortunately so uh that's all i have for you today uh remember um to become a patron if you love what i'm doing i really appreciate it and do penance for the kingdom of god is at hand